following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. of the best sports talk in Middle Tennessee, featuring Tennessee Radio Hall of Famer George Plaster, Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame coach Watson Brown, and Young Guns, Billy Derrick and Michael Sendrick. And now, here's your host, George Plaster. Hello again, everybody. Welcome in. It's a beautiful Thursday in Nashville, Tennessee. We got a good show for you today. The underdog picks will reconvene in about an hour as we attempt to find a 2022 winner. That's what we're going after. I know we've got some technical issues with Watson Brown. Are we in a position to bring him on? Yes, he's uh, he's on the phone, George. Hello, Watson. Hello, George. Oh, the, are you, aren't you missing my face today, huh? I am. I yeah, absolutely I am. Yes. Yeah. Emphatically, yeah. I am. <laughs> you just sit back there and enjoy holding the phone. That sounds like a blast for hour and whatever it sounds like a blast so <laughs> hang with up me my here. salary you, yeah. you up in my salary over this absolutely <laughs> yeah okay you know checks it. in the mail right it is checks. in the mail <laughs> pony, pony express <laughs> takes two years to get here yeah. that's right billy how are you george i'm doing great okay. it is uh it's good to be here on a thursday yeah we don't rule out that we will get Watson in here before it's over. No, we don't. We never do. Let's say hello to Terry McCormick, who will give us the very latest on the Titans mash unit. Terry, how are you? I'm doing well, George. So what is the latest info in this sea of injuries? Well, do you want the good news or do you want the not so good news? Let's start with the good news. The good news, well, Robert Woods was back at practice today. He was out with an illness yesterday, so he was back in full go. And then the other piece of good news is that uh, Danico Autry has practiced second straight day. Now, albeit he was limited, but he seemed to be trending toward perhaps playing on Sunday in Los Angeles, which would certainly be good news. Also, they activated Lonnie Johnson, uh, a much-needed depth piece in the secondary into his uh, 20 window. So he joins Zach Cunningham on that list of possibly could return to the roster uh, in time for the game. They do have two open roster spots after the moves they made over on Monday. Okay, let's get then to the bad news. Well, the bad news is headlined by the fact that they still had eight players today who did not practice. Uh, the ones from yesterday who didn't practice for a second straight day included Traylon Burks, 
Christian Fulton and Dontrell Hilliard, certainly uh, key players that they could use. Others who didn't practice today, uh, Derek Henry. Uh, my, my assumption is that that's more rest than anything. Jeffrey Simmons, same thing. And then, of course, Nate Davis and then Amani Hooker. So more people to be concerned with, George, as, as they go forward trying to piece together a squad that can take the field and maybe be affected. Terry, before I ask anything else, you take a deep breath on that because it's uh, it's pretty staggering. Anything else that's going on there? I want to kind of go into about the injuries. We had the uh, coordinators today, the offensive, defensive coordinator, special teams coordinator. And one of the things that I asked Shane Bowen about, and he said that this is the truth, that you can't call nearly as much of what you normally would want to when you have guys out and you're running in backups who, you know, guys who maybe haven't been here for very long. So that third and seven blitz that you might want to dial up to get a sack or, you know, force an interception or something that you might run if David Long and Danico Autry and Christian Fulton are out there, you might hesitate to call that with somebody else out there. So not only is the quality of the player less when you have these injuries, which I think that's what everybody looks at and assumes. And I, my guess is this would also qualify for the uh, offensive side of the ball as well when we see things not work over there. But simply the play calling that you can get away with uh, is less as well because those guys are not as capable of making those plays. So it's really a two-pronged thing when you have the injuries that the Titans are dealing with and you're having to try and, you know, just put together a game plan based on who might be available and who might not. Oh, yeah, it, that that part's a mess. Terry, the, the Chargers, I thought Sunday, they took a lot of the same kind of stuff that the Titans have been dealing with. Um, no Derwin James, no Bosa, no half their defense. And I thought they simply just outcoached Miami, incredibly well-prepared, and stuffed it down the eight NBC announcers who all chose the Dolphins that night. Man, I was impressed with the Chargers. Yeah, they, they looked really good. That helps when you have a dynamic quarterback like Justin Herbert and that you have at least a decent amount of your playmakers on offense in place. You know, they still have Austin Eckler. They had Keenan Allen. They had Mike Williams. So by and large, he had pieces to work with. When you look at the Titans by comparison, they're built around Derrick Henry. They had him, but they didn't have Traylon Burks to help out on the outside to lessen the number of people that might be in the box on any given play. And then on the defensive side of the ball, they are extremely handicapped there because they're basically missing uh, four or five starters and a couple of depths that they've been counting on this year. When you take out David Long and Danico Autry and uh, Christian Fulton and even Trey Avery, when you wipe all those people out and say we're going to have to go with somebody else, then it certainly uh, makes what you're throwing out there a little bit haphazard looking and certainly not as effective. So my guess is with the Titans, if they can get a few of these bodies back, maybe they can give the Chargers a fight 
Uh, they can do something to combat all the weapons that Chargers have at the skill positions. But if they don't, could be another long day uh, for the Titans on Sunday, George. Terry, appreciate the update as always. We'll talk again tomorrow. All right. Sounds good. That is Terry McCormick's Daily Titans Update. And it's been brought to us by Sumner Funeral and Cremation. They are sharing their family with yours in your time of need. Now with two convenient locations in Gallatin and Hendersonville. And also online at SumnerFuneral.com. Also the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. They are proven to be trusted with your most personal asset. Call them at 615-906-8458. All right, we start today's update with, uh, oh, let's hear a little bit of my voice there. Uh, We start the update today with Steph Curry, a Golden State Warriors star. He's expected to miss a few weeks with a left shoulder injury. Uh, He suffered the injury with about two minutes left in the third quarter of uh, Wednesday night's loss to Indiana. So obviously not very good news for Golden State. No, and they haven't gotten off to a great start to begin with. And so this injury just compounds all the problems they have been having. Uh, Let's move to story number two, because this is where I really want to get Watson involved. Yeah, the NCAA has named Massachusetts governor uh, as the next president, uh, Charlie Baker. Uh, He's a Republican who's been governor since January of 2015, but he'll conclude his second term uh, in January. He'll begin his new job with the NCAA as president on March 1st. So good luck to him. Uh, He'll need it. So Watson, they choose somebody who has no previous athletic background, uh, you know, political career politician, which tells me one of two things. Either they think he's going to be brilliant enough to wade through all this stuff and somehow find answers, or they couldn't get anybody worth a damn to take the job. <laughs> it might be a little of both. It might be. To be very honest, uh, that, that's a pretty good analysis right there. Um, I think what they need is some, a tough dude. Just somebody's willing to buck up and say, here's some of the things we need to do. Find, find some good lawyers to take on the different things they're going to have to take on and try to get a little control back in the NC too. Hey, I don't know this guy, George, from Adam, so it's hard to comment on him. Um, but just give us some toughness. Just give us some toughness. Are you getting me or I'm, I'm hearing myself? Yes, I'm here. You're okay. coming in good. loud and clear. Okay. Well, I just think toughness, man. Somebody will come in there and, we need to get this bull by the horns here and straighten this stuff out. Yeah, it's, it's a, gotten to be a, a mess, and it's kind of been a mess because nobody seems to want to deal with it. They wash their hands and just let it fly. Yeah. Well, this guy's got his hands full. We Whew. should wish him nothing but the best because he's going to need it. You got it. There's no doubt about that. Uh, other college football news, Bobby Petrino is going to join Barry Odom as the offensive coordinator over at UNLV. Uh, of course, Petrino, one of the brightest offensive minds and play callers in the game. He's back to the FBS. So we'll see how that goes. Interesting duo there, Barry Odom and Bobby Petrino in Vegas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Oh, man, I can just see, I can just see Bobby riding that, that bike all up and down the strip. Can't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's got that motorcycle rolling <laughs> up, and, up and down the strip, man. Hugh Freeze oh, West. 
Oh God, Watson! You'll you'll enjoy this one too. Drew Brees is uh, headed to be in, I, I guess, a voluntary assistant coach. Uh, I don't know what this role is for Purdue, but he's gonna um, he's gonna join Purdue in their bowl game, Citrus Bowl against LSU. As I think I, I heard it being called as an interim assistant coach. So, so w- w- look, there's absolutely no doubt, Watson, that he could be a real asset to Purdue football in those couple of weeks. I guess the question I've got is, is this something he'd like to do long-term? If it is, Purdue needs to jump all over this. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I can see what he's doing. It's 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 probably one week, maybe sure. a week on campus, and then a week at the bowl side or something. They've lost their head coach. Their quarterback's not playing in the game. Um, bring Drew in and get a little bit of pizzazz going into the to an important game playing LSU. So, I mean, I understand that. What's Drew up to? He's got all kinds of money. It didn't work out very good, I guess, with the NBC stuff. Was it NBC? Or yeah, was and, it, and no, truthfully, it, it, it was NBC. NBC, and I thought he did fine. I don't know. I don't, but they, I, they didn't. Yeah, they let him go or didn't have him or no, what? No, I think I don't he. Know exactly. I think he was. He was doing pulled, Notre Dame I think games. He pulled out. He's uh, the one that pulled out. He did. He did Notre Dame on Saturday, and then he was in the studio on Sunday Night Football. I thought so one NBC. It was him. I think it was him saying, uh, "This is not really for me." Yeah. Well, which is too bad. I thought he was pretty be, good at it. Yeah, this there could be something to this with a brand new coach coming in. I don't know if he's named a coordinator yet or anything. Uh, it, we better watch this one and yeah. see what Drew's up to, because kids are going to gravitate to him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. and big time offensive kids, dang sure will. Oh yeah, what else, Billy? That's it, George. That's it. We're done. <laughs> Is that the end of the show? No, it's not. No, it isn't. I didn't think it was. Uh, okay. After the break, our buddy Taylor Barnett is going to join us. Mm-hmm. Now, Watson, we're not sure. We should be able to do uh, both Taylor and Watson at the same time. You think time. so? Yep. They know well, each other. Well, if you can't, you can't, we'll just let you have it. So don't worry about it. Just let me know. We'll see how it works. Either way, Taylor's going to join us after the break on Main Street Media Television. Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com. 
Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East. And for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com. We're back when we get into January and conference play really kicks in. Taylor Barnett will join us every week. We'll pick out a day and time and, and kind of keep it as consistent as we can. But Taylor joins us by phone. And Taylor, how are you? George, I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? Doing good. Hey, tell people uh, a little bit about the ministry that uh, you've been involved in and what you all did over the weekend because it goes hand in hand with all the last minute toy store stuff I've been up to as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So when I, when I moved back to Nashville, my wife and I did in the middle of May <clears throat> and um, I was talking with coach Alexander and he was like, Hey, would you want to start a start a Bible study with the guys? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I just got to thinking like, why not invite, you know, all the programs here in Nashville. So on Sunday nights since September, we've been meeting um, at, at Belmont's campus, guys from all different programs here in Nashville and um, just doing a little Bible study. But then this past Sunday, I took them to Walmart and uh, we went shopping for last minute toy store as a group. So it's probably like 20, 20 players, uh, myself and a couple others uh, just going through Walmart. And uh, really what, what's, what made me want to do that was, one, you know, it's always, it's great to serve and be a good lesson for myself and all the guys, but I went to your charity bowling event and I was like, man, what a great opportunity this is. So it was a lot of fun. 
we cleared out a lot of toys on the aisles of Walmart, and uh, I think everybody really enjoyed it. I love it. Of course, the uh, last-minute toy store, all of it begins tomorrow, and close to 7,000 families will benefit from a lot of people's generosity. Taylor, let's talk a little bit about Alabama. And I don't know how much you've gotten to see this kid, Brandon Miller from Nashville, but it looks like he's making a huge impact early. Yeah. He, uh, I actually got to watch that game uh, on Saturday where they played at Houston. And it's funny you bring that up because it was probably on paper his worst game. Um, but what I thought was so cool was that he, he didn't give up as a teammate and he came in at the end of the game and made some big free throws and his presence out there, I think was something that helped him win that game. Um, so that says a lot about like who he is as a kid, um, and a player when you're having a bad night, he stayed locked in and ended up helping him win the game down the stretch. Uh, he's so talented. He's got great size. He can do it all. Um, he'll only continue to get better. You know, he'll, he'll be a one and done. He's a lottery pick in my opinion. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how he continues to progress as the season goes on. Taylor Tuesday night, I got to see the tail end of the telecast involving Alabama and Memphis and really came away impressed with Memphis's unwillingness to go away in a game that they had any number of chances late just to fold and they wouldn't. But Fran Fraschilla in the telecast said he felt like the SEC had four teams that were capable of going to the final four, Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama, and Arkansas. Do you buy that they've got that much going? You know, it is so hard to tell because it's still so early. We haven't even gotten really fully into conference play. Um, but the teams you just named – are super talented. Um, they've won some big games. You know, Alabama at Houston, that's that's a staple win. That, oh, that says a lot about win. their team. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, so that, that to me, they, they've got the most uh, proof in the pudding, if you will, of uh, being a really good team. And I think they can continue to get better. Um, I think that Tennessee defensively is really, really good. I don't know offensively if they've got the, the – the willpower to make it to the final four. Um, that would be asking a lot on them of them on the offensive end. And Arkansas is super, super talented. Um, and they've had some injuries, you know, Nick Smith didn't play for quite a few games there at the beginning of the, of the season. So, but these teams are so young that, you know, they still have so much time to mature and to gain strength and to get better and to come together even more as a team. Um, so I think, I think they're talented enough, but it's so hard to tell because it's still so early. What's your take right now on Kentucky? I see, you know, glimpses of really good and then some stuff where I'm not quite sure. Where Where are you on them? You know, they, obviously you got Oscar, who's an anchor and a force in, in the paint. Um, that That's nice. You, you know what you're going to get out of him. I think when you have young, talented guys, let's say freshman year of college basketball is like a roller coaster. And some some days you have a great game, some days you, you don't. And it's like, can you continue to have the will to show up every day and get better? 
And I think that that's what those young guys have to do. Oscar's got to lead the charge and bring those guys along with him in that process. And now that he's a veteran, um, but the talent's there, but as the effort, um, I think that's something that's really hard for young, young guys to understand is that there's a serious value in playing hard. And none of these guys really had to play that hard to be a top 10 player or 20 player in high school. Cause it was easy. Now it's hard. They're not the best player on their team anymore. So it's breaking down egos. Um, they're talented enough, but can they come together as a team? You know, I think that's the biggest piece. Okay, now I'm going to get negative, and it's going to be on Vandy. Uh, losing to Grambling is a disgrace. It's an absolute joke. And I look around, and I guess maybe I've been saying this for a while, other than Scotty Pippen, a year ago, who led them to a little bit of a push at the end and they got in the NIT and got some wins. I don't see what Jerry Stackhouse is doing. This program hasn't gotten one bit better. Yeah, I mean, again, it's so hard to tell. It's early. I know that everyone's like, oh, you lose at home versus scrambling, but you look across the country and there's been so many high major teams that have lost to a program that they shouldn't have, you know, and that's kind of how the season goes. You win some that you're not supposed to, and you lose some that you're not supposed to. Um, but I do think that they have talent. I think that they have a lot of pieces that if they come together and start playing well, that they can win a lot of games. Um, and I think, you know, coach Stackhouse is, he's a smart coach. Um, you know, he got voted best X's and O's coach in the sec last year for a reason. So I think they have really good schemes offensively and defensively, especially. Um, so they just got to come together and figure out um, how they're going to play together and win. Help me with that. I don't see what it is you're putting out there. What 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 are the pieces that when they get to conference play make them really good? Because I'll admit I don't see it. Well, I think I think Leah. Liam Robbins in the middle is a, is a, is a really good piece. I think Ezra Manjong as a point guard, you know, he's a transfer from UC Davis, but he's really, really quick. He can make plays for other guys. And I think it boils down to the other guys making shots. Um, that's a really big deal. You know, it's, <laughs> you play hard and you play good defense, you get stops and then you make shots, you know, you win a lot of games. Um, so I think there's been ups and downs with, with shot making. And I think the one thing they, they may lack is just who's the go-to guy. You know, in a, in a in a tie game with eight seconds to go, you know, it's like you have a guy that can go out and he's going to get you twenty every night. Um, you know, they just got to come. They just got to figure out ways they can play better together. I think um, just to overcome maybe some deficiencies that they have. Watson, you've joined us. Oh, uh, we can't hear Watson. Unfortunately. Oh, this is not good, man. That's unfortunate. Okay, so we'll work on that. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll work on that. Taylor, say hello to Watson anyway. Hey, Watson. Hello. He just <laughs> he just waved back to you. So, Taylor, love it. I'll continue it. I went to Belmont's game Saturday, which I thought was a terrific college basketball game with Middle. And what it was was to me the classic case of. Middle is really athletic, and they're going to be a real force in Conference USA. And Belmont had a lot of trouble with that athleticism, 
couldn't get clean rebounds in the second half when they needed them, hit a miracle shot to send it to overtime. But I, I got to thinking as I left, okay, this is this is a part of what they're going to deal with when they go to M- the Missouri Valley, a much better level of athleticism, and they're going to have to learn how to play against that. Right. Yeah, I think I think the number one thing that comes to mind with that is just you know, keeping MTSU off like the offensive glass. And one thing to note is Evan Bronze, their starting center, Belmont, was was hurt. He, had, he right. was out for the game. And, you know, that that brings a lot of size and athleticism and rebounding to their team. So that, that, that was not good for them in that scenario. Um, you know, I think you just have to have more discipline than the other team for more athletic than you, you know. That you got to hit a body every single time when the shot goes up and box out. Um, and you got to have a, you know, a, a real sense of toughness to do that. Um, you know, and the other thing is, I, I think, you know, Keyshawn Davidson is still getting back in the swing of things coming off his injury. You know, that's their starting point guard. Um, but yeah, you just have to, you just have to fight. You have to be more disciplined. You got to box out every shot. Um, and I think Evan, you know, if he plays in that game, they don't give up as many offensive rebounds. Is middle more athletic than most of the Missouri Valley, or is that kind of on par? Um, I would say they're they're more athletic a little bit, but it, every team's different, you know. Um, and I'll tell you this: every every coach is coaching got three guys to go to the offensive glass at least, you know. So that that's not going to change, you know. Every every night you got to box out, so got to be disciplined in that area. I never saw you go to the offensive glass. Well, I was I was what they call a get back guy. So I, you know, when a shot go up, I went back. Okay. <laughs> so so we're not giving up easy transition buckets. Right, because in football, the get back is the coach that tells all the players, you know, <laughs> back up. But you were you were you were the defensive get back. Yeah, you know yeah. that. Typically, the three, four, five go the offensive glass, and the point guard, yeah. and the shooting guard, get back. So you know, that's that's standard. Taylor, let me uh, let me kind of end it this way. So Alabama took out Houston on Houston's home court. Houston at the time was ranked number one in the country, and they'll really get after you on the defensive end. That has always been a Kelvin Sampson trademark. Give me who you think are two or three of the best teams in the country right now in your mind. <laughs> Yeah, I think Houston, um, I think Virginia, and I'm really excited about that game on Saturday. Um, that game might be in the 40s. Um, Houston plays at Virginia. Yeah, if they're lucky, um, it'll get to the 40s. <laughs> and I like Purdue. You know, I'm hesitant to say Purdue, but I love what Matt Painter does at Purdue. Um, you know, it, people always say – you win with guards in the tournament, and they got Zach Eady, who's you know just a force down low. Um, those are probably the, the three teams that that come to mind um, that I like early. Okay, let let me try two matchups Saturday, and then we'll let you run. Okay, can Tennessee win at Arizona? I think Arizona wins that game. Go a little farther with that. I just think Arizona, it's at Arizona. It's they, they have really good offensive schemes. They can score the ball. Um, I know Tennessee's got an incredible defense, and Rick Barnes does a great job there. 
But I just think that the offensive power of Arizona will eventually have its way on that Tennessee defense. Yeah. Okay, the other one I want to talk to you about involves Alabama. A year ago, they went up to Seattle and beat Gonzaga. The return match is Saturday in Birmingham at the Jefferson County, whatever they call that thing, um, where the SEC tournament used to be held. Does Alabama win that game again? Yeah, that's the that's the CM Newton classic. You knew that, right? You know, I did not know that. You just yeah, taught me CM something. Newton. Yeah, CM Newton basketball classic. Um, man, that is a tough question. That is going to be a heck of a game. Um, I, you know, Alabama's on a roll. Win at Memphis, or I mean, win at Houston. Win against Memphis. Then you got that one. I think Gonzaga's a little desperate, hungry. Lost a couple. Drew Timmy's an incredible player. I mean, I think he's awesome. Um, I don't know. I, I, that's going to be a really fun game to watch. Yeah. But I think Alabama will come out with the win. It are, it's two teams that are befitting of the name of the classic. How about that? Yep. How about that? How about that? Absolutely. Taylor, thanks for sharing that piece of info. I didn't know it. Uh, good to hey, talk just, to you. I'm just trying to educate you, George. Yeah, I know you are. Um, you'll learn more <laughs> from me though, probably if you stick around. I'm sure I will. By, by the way, we've got a picture of you in a, uh, in a coat and tie. Sweet. Yeah. What, uh, what is, uh, what's the color of the tie, man? What Looks like a blue blade. See if we've got Watson. Oh, it's not happening. It's not. Hey. Oh. oh, wait a minute. I guess it is happening. Wait a minute. Look the at that. The producer found a way, I guess. Huh? Found a way somehow. Miracles do happen. Well, you know what? We're going to put you on hold. Watson, <laughs> when we come back, let's talk about the, the approval of UCLA to join the Big Ten. Because there's there's one little weird deal in that that I want to get you to react to. Okay. Do Stay it. tuned. Looking forward to it. This is Main Street Media Television. For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com.
at WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. We pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete Service Heat and Air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Durad Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost. Providing a church of welcome, used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome. There he is, in color. Hello there. Yeah, I, like blue. I, like I got my blue on. I got I like my it. UCLA blue on. With I like it. We're about to get into the Bruins. So, Watson, I think all of us knew that when this meeting took place that they were going to end up getting the approval to move on to the, the Big Ten. Uh First of all, it'd be a little late in the game to tell them no. But I don't know about you. I thought what I read was a little weird because if I read this right, what the the University of California, however you want to Re- say that regents. Yeah. We're basically saying was, yeah, you can move. But you've got to help subsidize the University of California, the Golden Bears. And is that the way you read it? Yeah, exactly the way I read it. And 
and um, and they were even specific in the way to help them. They wanted academic facilities and different things for the student athletes put in place with jobs and maybe a building or whatever. It said it would be from two million up to maybe ten million, and I would bet you that's off of what the contract is with the Pac-12 that they're trying to do right now. They're negotiating with whoever. I'm not sure which which group they're negotiating with, but maybe ESPN. I don't know. But if the contract brings in a certain amount of money, that means UCLA would have to pay Cal less money. And uh, But it all makes sense to me if I'm right about these regents are over both of these universities. I've been through this <laughs> as a coach and AD. In Alabama, the the University of Alabama regents were over the University of Alabama, UAB, and Alabama Huntsville. And they tried their best to take care of everybody through that time and the way they went about things. And I think all this is saying is, look, you pulling out is probably cost one of our members money. And we don't want them to be out money. So if you're going to leave... You've got to compensate and give Cal back some money so they don't get hurt in this process because we don't want to help one school and not the other. That's why I wonder, still wonder if there's a possibility if they, when they add a couple of more, and I still think they're going to, if Cal's not one of the ones they add to this process, George. Okay, let me be. I'm up. talking about the Big Ten, Adam. What does Cal bring to the Big Ten? I don't know, but I just wonder if that's not one they go to. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, early they were mentioned as as one of the possible, one of the two more they might bring in with Oregon. Right. I think Oregon and Cal were the two I remember that I saw mentioned as possible uh, joiners. I mean, when you look, Cal's not any good at football right now. They've just gone through. Now, admittedly, this is short term. They haven't been good at basketball for a long time. What would they possibly bring the Big Ten? I don't know. I, I don't That's, know, but I just know how these negotiation works, and there's a lot of partnering as it goes on. I, yeah. I was very much a, a part of when that first group I, I was coaching against, the TCUs, Louisville's, and all of that bunch pulled out on us. And, and took off in a different direction. And we had to come up with a new bunch of members. There it, there was a lot of talk. Well, if this one comes, we would like this one to come too. And that's the stuff that's discussed. Doesn't mean it ends up what yeah. happened, George, but that's the kind of discussions I remember going on all the time as we put a new conference USA together with Central Florida, South Florida, I don't remember all Marshall, maybe there were, I can't remember. It's changed now so many times and quite a few times since I left conference yesterday, it's even changed more, but uh, I know that stuff goes on. Yeah. Uh, but there's no doubt in my mind, the reason they're saying pay Cal is they don't want one of their members to be hurt because UCLA left and that lowers the contract for the PAC 12 with UCLA right. gone. And so they're saying if they're not going to make as much money because you left, you need to pay them the money. So I think the way I saw it, UCLA was like, sure, but this is also an athletic department that has had major cash issues 
Yeah. Uh, and and the reason I was told they're leaving is because of cash. Yeah. That the money they're going to make through the Big Ten is going to be so much better than the Pac-12. Uh, so you, you can behind the scenes put this together. And they can't say no because going to the Big Ten and even having to pay anywhere from 2 to $10 million back is still better than staying in the Pac-12. Right. So everybody's going to win as the way I read it by these regions. We're going to let everybody kind of win in this deal. Was there not a little humor, though, as you sat there and said, wonder if the regents would have ever told Alabama, listen, you need to kind of help subsidize UAB. I can laugh right now. <laughs> I can tell you right now that, that wasn't going to happen, did not happen. Right. <laughs> whatsoever. It but I mean, it's happen. a very similar kind of deal in that, not, not that Alabama was leaving to go anywhere, but you know, the, these, this board of regents is responsible for helping all of these schools that are under their umbrella. And in Alabama, let's be honest, the, the priority list was Alabama football, Alabama spring football, Alabama. Uh, the, the board of regents at Alabama consists of Nick Saban. That's no. the board of regents. And, no. and he was not Bear one Bryant of the regents, family. but Paul Bear Bryant Jr. was. <laughs> right. The Bear Bryant family was. I mean, let's be honest. UAB was not real high on their level of concern. Well, when they put the resolution on do away with football, if we didn't knock the budget down $1 million a year, I think the University of Alabama could have helped us knock that budget down $1 million right. a year. What do you think? Right. So what what else did you read out of this UCLA thing? Anything you find really interesting in it? No, other than I just sit there and read it and said, been there, done that. I said, I understand what's going on. I promise you UCLA is not excited about paying Cal, but there won't be anybody make a statement about it, I'll tell you that. They, right. they know if they dare say anything derogatory, the regents are going to have that guy's hide. So I promise you there was a, a no-talk clause put on everybody when the regents came out with this. Gag order. Gag orders big time. That's what I giggled. I said, everybody's not liking this, but okay, it's what we'll do. Real quickly, the bowls begin tomorrow. And, you know, the, the latest one is the Purdue quarterback not going to play in the Citrus Bowl. That got announced earlier today. Watson, are these bowls in, in some form or fashion, going to feel like a joke? I hope not, because I don't want it to become that. I, and, and I'm worried about it, George. We've, we've kind of hit we've on this talked, a yeah. little bit already, but at the same time, these people pulling out everywhere. Right now, we're going to do the underdog picks, and I just looked about an hour, but, well, I started about 2 o'clock before we had to do something together at 3, and, and – I started going through it, and you got to turn over to see who's not playing in the game. I Absolutely. mean, it's, it's unbelievable the number of players that aren't playing in these. I think, yeah. was it 12 games this weekend? We got to our through to up till next Thursday, we can kind of pick from, I think. Yeah. And I did it quickly, but I didn't see a team that didn't have a bunch of people pulling out. Oh, it, of the it, game. It's everywhere. It's across the board. It, it, it's, it's scary to me. I'm worried about the bowl and I'm really worried about the lower bowls, George, if they can hang on through this, this junk that's going on. 
living in the state of Tennessee, there's certain time periods where you can kind of sense a buzz for Tennessee football. You know, there is zero buzz for this Orange Bowl. Now, maybe maybe if you got Hyatt playing or Tillman playing, there's more buzz. But that's, I think, what it's causing. You may, you're may you going to still have a lot of Orange down there. But, you know, they, there's just not o- an overall excitement level that we had, have seen really all season for Tennessee. You know, and, and I thought no. there would be. Uh, you know, I thought, I'm a little, but I don't think that's Billy. I wouldn't just point Tennessee out. I think that's across the board. I promise oh, yeah, you, yeah, my yeah. brother. So that's just an example. If my brother yeah. told me the truth. North Carolina ain't real excited about going to, to Holiday Bowl, San Diego to the Holiday Bowl. How many? How many are going to go out there? When you when you have as many pull out, Mac had a whole bunch of defensive players. I think he ended up with twelve players. In the transfer portal, 12. And I believe I read nine of them were defensive players. Yeah. And a lot of them played. A lot of them played. And then he lost his backup quarterback, who is a really good player. Matter of fact, they didn't name Drake May the starter till like a week, 10 days before the first game. There was that strong a competition. And then he has Josh Downs, his wide receiver, just like Tennessee's had, pull out and he's not playing in the game. You turn around in Oregon's number one defensive player not playing in the game. I mean, I think it's across the board, Billy. And yeah. and if the NC2A don't look at this in some way, in my personal opinion, just knock off about half the bowls. And I do worry, guys. Tell me when I need to stop here. But I worry about this. When I love the 12-team playoff. I do. But one negative to the 12-team playoff is I think it's even going to magnify more if you're not in the 12-team playoff you're not – you don't matter. You don't matter anymore. It, it really wasn't a good year. And and I worry about that. The four-team playoff, it didn't hit as hard because it's only four teams. You get all the way down to 12 now out of those Power 5 schools, guys, and you don't get in that 12, then everybody's saying, eh, bad year. I'm, I'm not following them any further this year. Why not? That's what I'm, I'm, I get nervous about. What do you think about a separate 12-team playoff for the group of five schools? to where they, they can feel important, you know, down the stretch of the season because they're only going to get one team in the in the big one. I think that could be I, a start. I, one, I would be 100% behind that, Billy, uh, 100% because I've been a group of five and I've been a power five guy. And I would be – but I just the, – the the egos of those group of five yeah. to say, well, we're going to do a lower 12 than the power – because they want to be power five. <laughs> yeah. Their egos, in my opinion – uh, well, their brains will get overrun by their egos, and I don't think that will ever happen. I, I think, I think it should. Clean. I cleaned it up. You really did. I, I was a little worried there. Um, in fact, I was very worried. We'll go to the break. Then we've got stat of the day that we killed yesterday. Very proud of that. Oh, go ahead and say you killed it. I did back it. Oh, we're a team. Okay. We killed okay. it. Watson gave you the confidence to submit the answer. Absolutely. We killed it yesterday. I'm sure we're going to kill it again. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Then after that, we'll have underdog picks for kind of the first week of the bowl season. All the games that you're probably not going to (laughs) watch. Stick around. This is Main Street Media Television.
You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think about calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. Walmart supply chain is hiring in Lebanon. Earn up to $22.25 an hour when you join our new fulfillment center. Enjoy competitive pay and premium perks, including 100% paid college tuition, 401k match, flexible schedules, a free Walmart Plus membership that includes discounts, and free Paramount Plus, paid time off, and so much more. Fulfilling work starts right here text JOIN to 240-240. That's JOIN 240-240 to apply now. Hit After Hit has become the baseball store in Tennessee. They have over 1,000 different models of gloves and over 1,500 wood bats. They also have several iron mic pitching machines as well as a hit tracks machine. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. We're proud to call Hit After Hit the official shirt provider of the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Hey everyone, I'm John English. This is Keith Wallace. And we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster. back into the George Plaster Show. It's now time for Stat of the Day, brought to you by John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. They've got antique and historical sports equipment, games, advertising, and many other sport-related items. They're open Tuesdays through Fridays from noon to 5 and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 5. You can also find them online at johnenglishgradedcards.com. Also, Eric Berner with Rock Castle Wealth Advisors. Give Eric a call at 615 490 
7052 or visit rockhousewealth.com for more information. All right, let's get to the stat of the day. See what Michael's got on the queue for us. Can you name in the NFL the current leaders in passing yards, rushing yards, and receiving yards so far? Nope. <laughs> uh, let me uh, say emphatically, nope. Nope. Uh, okay, let's think about this. That's a lot to think about in 30 seconds. I know, I know trying to is. get the receiving guy, the rushing guy, and the throwing guy. Yeah. All in 30 seconds here. So, But there's bound oh. to be a couple of things we can sort of hit on. Well, you um, want to start with the quarterback? Yeah. Um, I got to pull Josh Allen in there because they don't run it very good. Okay. Um, and I'd I say Patrick Mahomes would have to still be listed yeah. up there, wouldn't he? Are you able to show us one answer at a time, or do we have to do all three? Got to do all three. Got to do all three. Good Lord. Okay. <laughs> the rushing yards. Oh. This is a beefy one. Is, would Jalen Hurts be in that passing thing? He could be. I think I think if we th- – those three um, – Okay, we got, we're going to have to pick one of those three. Who's the runner? Who, who's having the year we're, we're missing here? I don't know. That's a really there, good there ain't There ain't one in the AFC that I can think of. No, because it's uh, obviously Derrick Henry's not having the, the bust-out no, year. He's that had he a fall-off here in the last four weeks, three weeks. He had 100 last no. week. In passing yards, it could be Tua. Yep, it because could very they, well be Tua. The snot yeah. out of it, even uh, though he fell way off last week. Oh yeah. Um, Jeez, I don't know. For, for the sake of time, let's just go ahead and reveal the three. All right, we got Patrick Mahomes, okay, Josh Jacobs, and Justin Jefferson. I can tell you that I wasn't going to get Josh Jacobs. No, we could have gotten – well, we did – Patrick, we did name. Yeah, we picked sort of. Yeah. I mean, kind we of were. an interesting year for yeah. statistic leaders. I mean, other than Mahomes, Jefferson, Jacobs. Who would have thought Jacobs would be up there uh, this year? Don't know. All right, we ready for the 5 o'clock hour? Oh, I think let's make it official. Let's do it. Middle Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic is the sponsor. They combine state-of-the-art orthopedic service with a family atmosphere, whether it's a sports injury, a sprained ankle, or a major joint replacement. They've got the staff, training, and equipment needed to take care of any patient in any circumstance. Visit them on the web at mtbj.net for more information. And we have Chase McCabe filling in today for Willie Donick. Right. And uh, we've also got Darren McFarland. He is here, as that brings us to Underdog Picks, brought to you by Sir Speedy. Whether you need top-notch printing, custom web design, or direct mail marketing campaign, they are ready to help. Log on to their website at sirspeedy.com. Hold and- on a second. Let's say it a different way. Sir Speedy, the official sign provider of the Plaster and Friends <laughs> Celebrity Bowling Night. There you go. I guess a little chuckle out of Chase. Chase, how are you? Doing well, Director. How are you? So how are you informed that uh, you would be pinch hitting for Willie? Uh, I got a, a text message from him um, <laughs> and asking that asking if I could do that um, right. because, you know, he's 
he's in Canada or something. I I feel like he's always got something going on these days. I, I don't know if I completely believe it. And, uh, you know, maybe he just doesn't want to do it. I don't know. He uses that morning skate to his best ability. I know. And now it's five o'clock in the afternoon and, you know, supposedly he's got to get ready for a broadcast mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean, what, what, what kind of, what I mean, we do our show, we do our show prep during the day. Remember during study hall. So he right. should have had that done already. Study hall. I like that. I hadn't heard study hall. That's something you've never been in before, George. Oh no, I've been in study hall and I've been in no, no. You never showed. They had study hall, but you were always a no show in study hall, big boy. I stepped out. You've you've been asked to to do show prep in study hall before, though. (laughs) Yeah, I bet Uh, he didn't do it either, did he? (laughs) No, I I I did not. Is is Darren with us? Darren's a little tardy today. Is he? Darren. Yeah. By That's... the way, the person that could uh, that wanted that particular, you know, study hall, she can shove it. <laughs> now you say that. I don't, that, uh, I don't even want you to go into depth with this one. Well, I, believe, let it be. I told told her to her face to take <laughs> study hall and cram it. Um, so Can't Darren's confirm. not with us. Darren's not with us, George. Okay. Unfortunately not. What um, do we do about that? Well, I, I thought Give him I, some crummy bowls. <laughs> I guess I got a pick for him. Wow. Okay. So I'm sending him a text for you. Uh, please Billy. do. Okay. Yeah. Please I do. thought I had his number, but I don't. But in the meantime, you want to review you from championship his- weekend, George? We got. Uh, I know we did this with Watson already, but yes. just to to rehash everything. And I know up, he appreciates it. And Darren yes. McFarland has much. shown up. There oh, he is. Hold on a second. Let's get him on here. There he is. Turn Darren, that, turn that thing horizontal. Darren, you are late. Uh, I'm having technical issues. We, oh, we're yeah. having a, just a. It's a mess. It's, it's, it's an absolute mess. We've it's had the same problem. <laughs> I blame is Maddox. Is that better? Yeah. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah. Is it a bad hair day? No, it's not. It's not bad hair. It's a bad computer day. Okay, George. got that it. Sound good. Something I know nothing yeah. about. Okay, so we're gonna really quick review. Yeah, real, real quick <laughs> real review quick. here. Uh, championship weekend results. George, you uh, selected UCF yeah, plus three and a half. It didn't work. Of course, it didn't work. Lost forty-five twenty-eight. Watson took UNC. Of course, we've talked about uh, that. Yeah, yeah, it didn't tough work. One. <laughs> Uh, none of them worked uh, that last uh, championship week, George. Darren, Ohio, plus three versus Toledo. Didn't, didn't work. work. That was quite the dud. And then I picked Purdue for Willie, plus 17 and a half. Lost 43-22. That so. sure as hell. I, that, that was not good. No. Darren would have. Darren called it a great pick. <laughs> <laughs> Did he now? Yeah. Was, was he yeah. serious? Oh, we know what no. that meant. Yes, I was serious because I knew it was a bad pick. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I so said you, Purdue's going to get housed. Great pick. <laughs> so that leads us into the standings. Darren, you are still at the top of the leaderboard with 42 points. George in second, not far behind, 38 and a half. Watson in somewhat of striking distance, 28 points right now. And then Willie, he's he's uh, all his loss for Willie, Chase. So you got a, a big role to play. George, uh, what yeah. the heck happened? Last time I did this, he, he was right there in contention. What? What are we doing here, Willie? A couple well, of bad picks. Well, first me. of all, his daddy got hot. Oh, okay. and bypassed him. <laughs> and, and and that felt good. 
Uh, Willie's had some bad picks. Yeah. Well, it appears that way. So morning skate gets in the way. That's what we're looking at. So Chase, you got to have pull up pull a miracle here in the next couple weeks. I assume you're picking for Willie. He hasn't he hasn't shown in about a month. So uh, we'll see about that. But uh, here's this week's order: Willie, aka Chase, will go first. George, you'll go second, and then Watson, and then Darren, and then we'll go reverse order: Darren, Watson, George, and Willie, aka Chase. So. That's what we've got. And well, hold, hold on, because Darren has in the past ripped you for getting this information very late. Okay. <laughs> Darren, do you need us to go to the break? Do you need us to take a break so that you can, you know, mull over the possibilities? George, I'm glad you asked this because I, I really have been thinking about this this week. Um, uh huh in the quietness that was coming from your show on what we're doing here right now currently. And I've come to the conclusion, as much as I like being in the lead, it sucks being in the lead because when I'm in the lead, I get no information. When you're in the lead, I would have talked to you 14 times this week. And I would have known that we're picking two games. But since I'm in the lead, I didn't have a clue what the damn order was, how many games we were picking, if we're doing the NFL. I, I didn't know what we're doing because when I'm in the leader, when I'm at the top, I hear nothing. I kind of root for you because I know you'll call me every hour, especially on Thursday. Don't forget, 5 o'clock today, 5 o'clock. Here's the order. Here's how many games we're doing. And they'll even text me the rules you're engaged, but I just kind of feel like now that you're not in first, you're just not engaged. I That's sent this good. morning at 9.10 to Darren, can you do underdog picks today at 5 p.m.? Yeah. Thanks. Yep. And my answer was yes. Yes. Hey, Darren, Darren, don't don't feel bad. At 2 o'clock, I find out what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> don't. don't it's it's not first place. I'm in third, and he didn't tell me anything. I'm I mean, not going to lie to you. I, I just had flashbacks of not giving Darren information when I've worked with him before, and I it, I kind of got the sweats. So PTSD. Yeah, well, a little bit. Now, by the way, Chase, what the hell does morning skate have to do with Willie being in last place? We do this at five o'clock Central Time no, PM. He's just he's just not in. He's he's distracted. You know, it's game day, so that it's all about the Predators. It's all about the hockey team. You know, he doesn't put any any effort into this and it's very clear or I mean, he can't even show just, up and be commissioner anymore well or maybe he just sucks at picks i mean it could uh, be that there's too. that too maybe that they're too. rubbing off on him <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah. so here's what i sent willie, willie he wouldn't have liked that no he would have no and and i'm sad darren missed our little shot at a former general manager uh that was pretty good before he got on Oh wow! What did we say? It's what you said. Telling her to shove it. Oh, oh, oh! Yes, you're talking about brother. You're talking about a general manager of a radio station. Yes, that one. Okay. So here's what I sent Willie earlier this morning, and and Darren's got a point. I didn't give Darren as much info. Willie, I know you're in Winnipeg. Enjoy the cold. We're doing my show's underdog picks at 5 p.m., picking two bowl games played before December the 24th. Will you be available, or will Chase do your picking? 
Darren, you you have a legitimate point. I didn't oh. give you as much info, and I profusely apologize. Oh, I know, George. That's very sincere. I know that is from the bottom of your heart. Thank you for that apology. So I thank you for reading that text. So I just so I can put my notes. Now it's before December 24th because I didn't know that. So if you got any other text you would like to read so I can know what the hell we're doing, I'd appreciate it. You have any other texts you'd like to scroll through? I'll read you Willie's response. Chase uh-huh. is going to do it. If I can get away for a minute, I might try and pop on for a cameo. Yeah. What do you think are the odds of that? Zero point zero. It's been snowing off and on since we arrived up here, probably five to seven inches on the ground. You would love driving in this stuff. <laughs> I need more text exchanges from Willie and George. Chase, Darren. I hate to I hate to do this. The weather's getting bad. I gotta go. <laughs> George, it's three o'clock. You just started the show. Yeah, that's happened before. There was there was one, and you weren't involved in it. It was at yet another radio station, and Darren was involved in it. Remember the trip to Bowling oh, Green? Do I do <laughs> I remember the trip? What? Ask Watson if he remembers a football game. Yes, his answer is yes, and yes, I remember it well. <laughs> so. Western Kentucky wanted me to get up there the day before because there was anywhere up to eight inches of snow being predicted. And so I got up there on Friday for a Saturday game, did my part in the show, I think by phone. And I mean, we got like about 16 snowflakes. Uh, no, we did not get any snowflakes. We got zero. Dusted me. <laughs> Well, the, that that version has changed a little, George. I think okay. over the years. <laughs> just, that don't surprise me. <laughs> what what is your version? And well, I mean, you know, I I don't I don't know if we've run out of time. I don't know if you're gonna, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're we're, that, hit, we're hitting the break, Derek. Yeah, I mean, by the way, Watson, Chase, Billy, that game on Saturday night was a night game. <laughs> In Bowling Green, Kentucky. Yeah. It was a night game on You could Saturday. ride a bicycle to Bowling Green he, if you he wanted. Left, he left Nashville Friday at noon to go to Bowling Green. <laughs> wonder where else he went, you figure. Huh? <laughs> but, that's no I wonder where else he went. Isn't there, isn't there a, a horse track on the way to Bowling oh, Green? Uh, there's all that, kind of things not, around Bowling Green, no, Kentucky. That was, not, that was not a part of it. Oh, give me a break. Tell us all right now that you did nothing on Friday night. I did absolutely nothing on Friday night. Give me a break. What about Saturday morning? Opening the curtain going, where the hell is the snow? (laughs) (laughs) There was none. And the problem is, Willie probably wasn't going to say it, but I knew Darren would, and he did not disappoint me. He dusted me on the air when I got back on on Monday. Because it wasn't even a dusting. Oh, it was nothing. (laughs) Darren, shall we go to the break so you can prepare properly? Yes. Yeah. Is there any other rules that I need to know about? (laughs) No, there's there's no more unwritten rules. You've got it all. We'll get the picks when we come back. God knows this cannot end quick enough. (laughs) Main Street Media Television.
Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com. Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East. And for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Castle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com. Welcome back into the George Plaster Show. It's now time to reveal the picks for the first round of bowl games starting tomorrow. We've got a couple games tomorrow. We've got full slate of games on Saturday, and uh, we have lost Darren for the time being. Uh oh. So oh no. We will. Uh, luckily, he's not picking till fourth, so we can go ahead and get going. As you see the list there again, Willie, 
George, Watson, Darren, and then reverse Darren, Watson, George, and Willie. So in for Willie, pinch hitting Chase McCabe. So Chase, the floor is yours. All right. Um, excited to be here once again. I'm going to go with uh, my alma mater that I actually uh, graduated 10 years ago today. Give me the Blue Raiders. MTSU, MTSU plus seven. Plus. <laughs> Hello, Darren. Plus seven uh, in the Hawaii Bowl against San Diego State. Okay, so MTSU. George, can, I thought we had to pick games before this, before Thursday. Oh, that's a good point. That's the 24th. You said the 24th. Yeah, I guess if I did, oh, let, let's barely... just go with it. So that's eligible. <laughs> I don't even have games in front of me by the 24th. <laughs> well, well okay. I'm just going on what Darren, – Darren was asking about the information that was given. That's the information I got. We must, we have, must missed have missed something. something. As Darren's audio is coming through his phone. So you're not going to know by next Thursday how Willie did, right? Correct. Because that game's not till Saturday. Right. That may be an administrative screw-up. Well, well – you think? you think? Do you want me to uh, pick another game to make it easy? Let's just do that. I'm Let's good go with ahead it. Have... But... <laughs> because we won't know next Thursday who won that, and we won't be able to <laughs> release a result. So, <laughs> okay, pick another one, Chase. Uh, I will go with the the Rice Owls plus six and a half against Southern Miss in the Lending Tree Bowl. You took my game, boy. Ah, sorry, Coach. <laughs> the Lending Tree Bowl. Okay. So, Rice plus six for Chase, taking the old Owls, Watson's old team. So, Watson, was that your first pick there? That was, second? My, that was my pick, yeah. Okay. Watson's going to have to go back to the bank of picks. Meanwhile. Darren, the, uh, what do we know about the Lending Tree, tree Bowl? bowl. Uh, apparently, you can get a loan if you need one. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. We're getting a lot of audio from Darren's phone. Yeah, right. so Dar sure Darren's why. having all sorts of technical issues. Got some issues today. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's check that list again here. Besides his anger over my lack of, you know, punctuality <laughs> with the rules. So George, I'm next, you're next. Washington State. That would be in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. What's the, what's I your number there, George? Uh, Washington State plus three and a half. Okay, Washington State plus three and a half mm -hmm. in the what bowl is that? The Jimmy Kimmel LA, LA Bowl. The Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. Okay. Yeah. That will be at SoFi Stadium where the Titans will play this weekend as well. Oh, it could be a nice little trip. If you're a Washington State and a Titan fan, don't think there's any of those out there. But uh, okay, George, so Washington State plus three and a half. Watson, Rice is off the board. Where are you going now? I don't know because that was my two picks. Really? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you like the because George didn't tell me till two o'clock, so you get you don't get a lot of time. Uh, you know. Y'all quit acting like you spend hours pouring over these 10 games. <laughs> Lord. You, you call my hand on that one, George. I, mean, I spend four minutes and I'm in second place. 
<laughs> I've got more wins than anybody else, and I do less prep than anyone. Maybe that's the there ain't another one on the board worth a flip. So I'll take I'll take Miami over UAB at ten and a half. Okay, you're going against your former school. Not really. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, Bryant Vincent, the interim, you know he's he's a pretty good coach, but he's also you know still young. So maybe they're you know they got Dilfer coming in. Maybe that there's a distraction there. So uh, we'll see. We, we shall see. Darren, Darren you, gets you, two picks now, four and five. Yes, he does. Well, so that's... back to back picks here for Darren. A little bit of an advantage. Would you agree with that, Darren? I don't know if I knew what the what my cutoff is of games I can pick. I, I the twenty fourth, the twenty fourth. Okay. You made me repick. It's yeah. not the twenty fourth, really. It's okay, it twenty Wednesday. Twenty third. The last game you can pick would be next Wednesday because the show's on Thursday. Well, I thought December twenty fourth was next Saturday. It is. Okay, that's what I say. You keep. That's what George. He's got the whole thing messed up. <laughs> all right you guys have all taken my picks so um those were all good picks uh, i you were, taking, you, you were gonna take miami too huh that tells you just how bad these picks are don't it <laughs> the cure bowl Actually, is available the first one i wrote down watson was miami of ohio okay yeah uh the second one was washington state so yeah we have um I'll, I'll take uconn they've had a they've had quite the season Quite the story. I'll go UConn. UConn the Myrtle plus Beach Bowl. 10. Yeah. Plus 10 against Marshall in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Yep. That is on Monday. So that'll be – I think that'll be the last result of the picks here that we'll get. And uh, that's what we've got. So plus 10 UConn over Marshall. And we've got another round of picks here. And we're going to continue with Watson. So you get another no, pick. Darren gets four and five. Oh, I forgot Darren gets another one. Yeah. Darren, my bad. You can't cheat Darren because for, he'll let you know it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll complain. Don't worry. Uh, give me the Cougs of BYU. Okay, the Cougs of BYU. Where... Or they? That's a Saturday. Saturday SMU Saturday night. It's under tackle New Mexico football. Tackle football. <laughs> okay. Are all these teams, the one stadium team, one side of the stadium teams we're picking this week. It'll look like it in these early bowl games. There'll be some seats available. Let's okay, so BYU right. plus four against SMU in the New Mexico Bowl. That is Saturday. So a couple days away from that. Now we've got Watson. Your second pick. I'll take Liberty over Toledo. Okay, Liberty over Toledo plus Maybe five. Maybe the Liberty kids will come back and play hard now that their coach has left. Okay, so Liberty plus five over Toledo in the Boca Raton Bowl. As we move on, George, you're up next. I'm going to take North Texas. I think Boise is badly overrated, and I have always, every year that the Frisco Bowl is played, that that is just such a big moment. Huge. <laughs> Frisco Bowl, that's a big number, 10 and a half. A lot of points. That'd be huge for you, George, so mm -hmm. we'll see about that. Yeah. Last pick, Chase, the second pick here for Willie, 
and Willie needs both of these. And uh, you went with your first pick was Rice plus six. Need another big number here, Chase. Chase, by the way, one of the games you're oh, no MTSU. To take. My bad. No, he went with Rice. Or did you, you go? Made, with you made me change. He, he had to he did go with Rice. My bad. Your your commissionership right now is really well, George, taking on water. I don't want to hear it from you right now. You're taking on water. (laughs) Chase, one of the games that's still available is the Radiance Technologies Bowl. Really? Formerly the Independence Bowl. Yes, that sounds riveting. Um, Where is that? I don't even see that one. (laughs) Friday, December 23rd, the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Well, again... That is after Thursday <laughs> when this show is <laughs> so Oh, I'm, my gosh. You know what? This is a bad I week. I told you guys, George needs to be in first place. We'd be buttoned up if he is in first. Do we, want to just, do we want to just vote him in first place, Darren? I mean, let's, at this point. Let's just give him another 10 points and put him in first place. At this point, I – I think we we might have to. Uh, I'm going to go with Western Kentucky plus four and a half in the New Orleans Bowl. That is Wednesday evening. I think okay. it's more than four and a half, isn't it? I'm looking at it plus four and a half. Yep, yeah. plus four and a half. Tell you what, that one's going to win. Going down. That one is going to win. USA four and a half point favorite in that one. Yep. South Alabama's got a really good team, though. So does Western. Wow. Yeah, I think Western does too. Darren, I am truly sorry for the hurt that I have caused you and your family during the holiday season. Maddox, Maddox is very upset. I can just, I, I can hear it. Well, let's, let's not get Chase exempt, but he's over there. He, you know, he's in a huff too. So, yeah, you know, he's had both of his picks just <laughs> ripped out from underneath him. Yep. Do we need to review? Oh, absolutely. Okay, let's do it. I don't think we can do without it. (laughs) Let's do it here. Willie, also known as Chase for today, took Rice plus six for his first selection. George took Washington State plus three and a half. Watson took Miami plus ten and a half. Darren takes UConn plus ten. Darren, again, takes BYU plus four over SMU. Watson takes Liberty plus five and George takes North Texas plus 10 and a half. And last pick Willie also known as chase takes WKU plus four and a half as we round it out. Gentlemen, good luck this yeah, weekend whatever. and early next week. You, you've got to do better. You took on some water today. Uh, George, you're the one that you didn't help him. Next week. I, I took on some water as well. <laughs> You're the one that poured the water on him. (laughs) Darren, I appreciate your friendship. (laughs) I'll say this. Darren's just happy to be here. If you're down, Darren will kick you. (laughs) (laughs) That may be the best line. One of your better lines. (laughs) Hey, guys. All of you uh, have a great holiday season. We'll get back together next week. Darren, I will make sure to call you at about 3 in the morning. 
and and give you all the rules. You just watch. Well, you can just text it like you did Willie. I mean, <laughs> that you, works you too. Can do that, <laughs> Willie. I'm hey, make- hey, hey, Chase. Don't don't put this show on your resume, bud. <laughs> no, <laughs> do that. This one might just, tell you. just go away. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a good idea. Guys, y'all have a good one. We'll do it again next week. All right. Watson, you guys. If, you're, if you're looking for a blooper reel, this, this, these last this 30 minutes. I'm going to send this to Pete right Weber. Here, this is it. Lord. Pete Weber can put this on his blooper reel. Oh, he'll love it. He'll love it. You guys uh, take care. All right. We'll Later. see you. Guess what we come back with? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Plaster bet of the day. We have a winner tonight. I'll tell you about it next. For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com. At WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics, we pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete Service Heat and Air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Durad Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost. 
providing a church of welcome used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome. Welcome back. Final segment on your Thursday night here at the George Plaster Show. It's time for Plaster's Bet of the Day, brought to you by Bart Durham Injury Law. Since 1975, they have aggressively protected the rights of a broad range of victims of car accidents and personal injury in both Tennessee and Kentucky. If you have seen your life interrupted by an injury on a highway, in in your hospital, in a hospital, not your hospital, at your workplace, let their attorneys do the work fighting for the full financial compensation that you need. Learn more about Bart Durham Injury Law by logging on to their website. That's bartdurham.com. All right, let's check out what happened last night. Maryland Maryland didn't look great, George. No, they were down like 30 in the first half. They got humiliated. I didn't know Maryland was that bad. Anyway, I thought they were better than that. Anyway, do we want to move on? Yes, we do want to move on, George. No graphic today, so you'll have okay. to audibly. I, I will do it. Watson, we got a good football game tonight. San Fran at Seattle. Yep. Here's the way I see it. I'm taking San Fran minus the three. Late word is that Brock Purdy is going to start. I don't know. There's something magical about this kid. He just seems to have an it factor for this team that's really good. The second piece of it, I'm not convinced Seattle is as good as they were a month six weeks ago uh they it seems like they've fallen back to truly what they are and i think san fran's gonna cover san fran's the better team they are uh, so if the quarterback's healthy and doesn't doesn't just mess it up i i agree with you i think the only way seattle beats them is if the quarterback just doesn't play well because they're they're the much better team i don't i think seattle struggles scoring against that defense. Watson, I know we'll see you on Monday. You have a good weekend. Try to behave and watch all those bowls. That Frisco bowl is big. I'll I'll watch every one of them. You know I will. I'll I'll be sitting there just like this, right in there. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Who have you got? I forgot. Who did I take, Billy? Uh, Billy, who did I take? Let's oh, see. I already forgot. I wrote it down. I'll look later. <laughs> who knows? Who cares? Yeah, Isn't that awful? Good I answer. can't even tell you who I just took. <laughs> it meant that's a lot. Embarrassing. It that's meant embarrassing. a lot. Watson, we'll see you uh, Monday. All right, buddy. See y'all. Have fun. Really? See You're ya. not going anywhere. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see all of you tomorrow as well. This is Main Street Media Television.